This episode of the Boonie Breakdown Podcast is sponsored by Bee Bird Watcher Spiritual Stones, a jewelry line that encompasses the principles of balance and harmony while using amazing gems like Jade and Tiger's Eye. As a Boonie Breakdown listener, you can receive 15% off your purchase by using the code Boonie. Guys, the code expires on July 31st, so this is the perfect time to get your crystals and gems before Mercury goes retrograde on August 13th. Details on how to purchase can be found in the show notes and on thebooniebreakdown.com. Hey guys, it's your girl Boonie and you're listening to episode 22 of the Boonie Breakdown podcast. Uh, I'm going to do a solo podcast, guys, so it's no guest on this one. I feel like we haven't spent any quality time together in the past few weeks. So, you know, I feel like I'm going to take the opportunity to do this one now. Um... You know, after this episode, we only have three more episodes left in the season. And then I'm going to go on a little break and we'll be back after a couple weeks off. So, you know, I don't know. I hope you enjoy it. Um, I am going to have a little story time with you all today. I'm not answering any reader questions. So uh, this episode will probably remind you of, I think it was episode three that seems like forever ago, guys. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's definitely going to be more of a story time with Boonie uh, this week. Um, first, let's do the Boonie pick of the week. Um, I want to shout out another podcast this week because I do feel like it's some dope podcast out there. Um, and I can't monopolize all of your time. So I encourage you all to listen to Black Girl in Ohm. Uh, it's a great podcast that encourages self-care and it, they give out great holistic wellness tips for women of color. And the hosts, Lauren and Dion, they're really great. And they, they've had some really dope interviews on their podcast. And I just really like them as people, too. I don't know them, um, but I have followed them on social media now because of their podcast. So, um, yeah, I think you should check them out. They actually, I've like learned so much. They had a doctor on there a few weeks ago. I think her name was Tiffany Lester. And she's an integrative health practitioner, something I had never heard of until I listened to that podcast. And then I was searching and researching integrative health uh, practitioners in DC and Washington, uh, Washington and DC, but uh, DC and Baltimore trying to find someone that I could go to because I really just liked the concept. So go check them out. I will be sure to post them in the show notes. So again, if you just want to grab your phone right now while you're listening and find it, it's Black Girl in Ohm. Really great. Go subscribe. If you tweet them, tell them Boonie sent you over. <laughs> they don't know me, but they might be like, who is this girl Boonie that sent us all these people? <laughs> but yeah, definitely check them out. And I just want to take some time to say thank you again. I know I thank you guys every episode, but I really, really do appreciate you guys listening. Um, I was so scared to do this podcast months ago, or I guess for like years maybe, but uh, you know, 
just gotta shit or get off the pot so i put it out and you guys have rocked with me so far this year i love the dms i love the emails i love the tweets and the comments that you guys leave on instagram or facebook so you guys are really really dope again when you share the podcast please use the hashtag the boonie breakdown also use the hashtag pod in p-o-d-i-n so others can see it go follow us on facebook go follow us on instagram the boonie breakdown on both of those so that's it guys um let's get ready to break it down all right it's story time with boonie guys um a couple weeks ago was it a couple weeks ago whenever i just lose track of time that's how you know you're getting old days just like blend into each other but anyway i attended a baby shower for a dear friend and you know baby showers are joyous occasions you you are there and you're you're playing games and eating good food hopefully <laughs> and you know you're just there to celebrate this this new life that's coming into the world and so the baby shower wraps up and everyone is just kind of talking and um you know just making small talk nothing major is happening now and some people are starting to leave so I stand up and, you know, I'm going to hug people as they're leaving. And my friend whose baby shower I was attending, her mom comes over. And her mom is like, you know, hey, Adrian, how's it going? You know, how's life treating you? And she asks how people in the family are doing. And I'm like, good. I just thought it was like the normal small talk. And then she like touched my shoulder and (laughs) I was like, "Uh uh-oh, this is it. So my friend's mother is very religious. Um, For those of you who don't know me or who haven't followed me for a while, I don't consider myself a religious person. Um, I don't go to church. You know, I'm not an avid Bible reader. Um, But I do have faith and I do believe in God. So, you know, that's how I define my spirituality. Um, I'm also one of those people, just, you know, as a caveat, I often interchange God and the universe. Um, To me, they're the same. So I often interchange them. So if I say God, I'm okay with that. If universe comes out, I'm okay with that too. Doesn't bother me. Okay, so that's the backstory. So she she grabs my arm and she starts jumping my arm and she's like, no, how are you? And I was like, oh, okay. You know, I was like, you know, you know, I, I can't complain. I was like, I'm a bit stressed, but you know, things will be fine. And she's like, they will be when you turn and talk to God. And so, you know, at that point, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be disrespectful to someone in their home. Um, and I'm never going to turn down anyone's prayers for me. I'm definitely never going to do that. But I didn't know where she was going to go with this. And so I'm like, uh-huh. And so she's like, have you been reading your Bible? <laughs> and so I'm honest. And I was like, you know, I have to be honest. I, I, haven't, um, I haven't been reading the Bible. And so she's like, well, you eat every day, right? 
And I said, yes, ma'am. I eat every day. And she's like, so why don't you read your Bible? Like, why aren't you feeding your spiritual side? And I was like, you know, I, I don't have an answer. I was like, I don't read the Bible, but, you know, I'll read other, you know, meditations or, you know, nice guided messages or whatever. And she's like, well, no, I think you're, you're, you know, you have a lot on your plate and you're carrying a heavy burden right now. And you need to turn to the the person who can help you because you're, you're searching for the answer and no one that you're talking to or asking for help can help you. And at that moment, I'm like, oh, okay. The lip starts, you know, quivering. I'm like, all right, here, here she goes. This, this is what we're going to do today. And out of nowhere, I, I felt like everyone else in the room disappeared. And I really mean it. Like, I felt like everyone in the room, it was just me, my friend's mom. And I noticed that her sister... Um, my friend's mother, well, I guess my friend's aunt kind of stood behind me with her back to us. Like she was blocking everyone else at the baby shower from coming over. So it was literally just, you know, if you can imagine, I'm in the middle and I'm facing my friend's mother and behind me is her aunt and our backs are to each other. And it was like her aunt was standing guard so that her mother could speak to me uninterrupted. And so I'm standing here and I'm like, okay. So she starts rubbing my shoulder and I'm like, you know, I'm going to go say goodbye to everyone else. And she's like, no. She's like, you need to, you need to let it out. And at this point I'm, I'm getting freaked out. And, and I'm like, huh? And she says this Bible verse that my grandmother used to say to me all the time. Oh, I'm about to tear up. Um, And at that moment, I felt like my grandmother was talking to me through my friend's mother. And the the tears started falling, which they're, they're about to right now as I'm recording this. And... I'm like, what is happening to me? And she keeps going on about, you know, the, the weight that I'm carrying. And I have to let it go. But it's only one person who can help me let it go. So the room feels really crowded. It feels really hot. And she just keeps, keeps rubbing my shoulder. And I'm And the crazy thing is I look back at this. It was still like... 12 or 13 people at this event still. But it was like, they I don't know if her aunt standing there as the guard. I don't know, guys. It was just one of those really, you know, you float out of yourself and you're looking at what's happening moments. And I'm like, no one interrupted us. They all stayed over in this, the other side of the room. And so she's going on and I can, I really could just hear my grandmother talking to me and my grandmother passed um, six years ago and I miss her every day. And right now um, 
life is, you know, life is good. You know, I can't complain because it could be far worse. But my grandmother was the rock of my family. And after she passed, somehow that rock (laughs) became me. And so when my friend's mother was saying, you're carrying a heavy burden, I knew exactly what she was talking about. Uh, Sorry, I didn't expect to cry while I was recording this. and I'm going to not edit this out, I don't think. So I'm 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 receiving the message and I'm like I got it. And so it was just like once she finished saying all that she had to say to me, I'm still crying. And she gives me a hug and she's like, "All right, you know what to do." And she, they both just walked away. <laughs> and I I go over to my friends and the ones who were still there and I gave them a hug and I tell my friend like oh my god your mom got me and she kind of laughs like oh that's what she does and I leave out so you know I kind of wipe my tears up and I walk out get in my car I had some more small talk outside but I get in my car and I'm driving I have no music playing which is very abnormal for me and I'm just driving I think I got maybe like a mile and a half away and I knew one of my other friends happened to be in the area so I called her to see if she was still in the area and she had already left because I felt like I needed somebody so I'm like fuck you know where am I? I didn't want to go home. So I keep driving. And I'm like, you know what? What else do you do when you <laughs> when you take, want to take your mind off something? So I was like, oh, you know, I'll go over here and, and go in this store. And uh, I'll try to buy some shoes. And so I pull into the parking spot. And I tried to get out the car and I couldn't get out the car. So I go on Snap chat <laughs> and you know I just I give like the 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 50 second version of this story <laughs> and in the middle of my snap I started crying like I am now thankfully one of um well you guys know her she's been on the podcast Ashley She's in Africa right now, and thankfully the time difference, uh, she was either laying in the bed, going to sleep. I don't know what she was doing. I don't know why she was up that late, (laughs) but thank God she was, because then she messages me like, oh, you know, kind of reaffirming about our friend's mom that she has that ability. And then she sees my other snaps where I'm crying, and she's like, oh, what did she say? So, you know, I tell her all that. And this is all in the the, the message part of <laughs> Snapchat. But I tell her all of what I just told you guys. And she's like, oh, my God, Adrian. Like, you know, that's crazy. 
And I'm like, I know, you know, it's insane. And I was like, Ashley, I don't know. I, I just started like hyperventilating. And I know the people who were trying to go to those stores are pulling next to me in their cars like, oh, my God, look at this crazy lady who's having a complete breakdown in her car. And I lost it. I'm hyperventilating. I am sobbing at this point. And I just was like, breathe, like breathe, just breathe, calm down, breathe, calm down, breathe. And um, I hadn't had a cry like that in quite some time. But it felt good. I got to admit, it felt good to get it out. And I'm sitting there and I'm talking, you know, talking to Ashley. And I tell her, very honestly, Ash, I feel like I was pushed off a bridge into the ocean and it's a concrete brick tied around my leg and no matter how hard I try to get to the top I can't because the concrete brick keeps pulling me down (laughs) and Ashley in her humor says that's not normal (laughs) And I, I, I confessed to her, like, it felt like no matter what I did, I couldn't get to the top. Like, I can't get to the top. And, you know, I was like, I know all I need to do is cut the cord to the brick or untie the cord and I'll be able to get to the top. I know it. But if I untie that cord, I'll feel so guilty. And Ashley said, (laughs) in the most travel-specific analogy, you know, when you're on a plane and they tell you if something bad happens to put your oxygen mask on first before you help other people. And so she's like, Adrian, you got to put your oxygen mask on because you can't keep helping everyone else if you can't help yourself. And I'm like, you know, Ashley, I know, I know, I know, I know. I got to, I have to, I will. And so Ashley's like, no, stop saying you got to, but you have to, like you will do it and you got to do it or you're going to keep drowning and you don't like that feeling. And I'm like, you know, Ashley, you're right. So I keep, I, I, I got myself together. I stopped crying. And I was like, you know, I'm not going in the store because I was only going to buy shit emotionally and that's just going to make, that's not going to make me feel better. So I drove around, got some ice cream. (laughs) I had texted someone to make a dick appointment. (laughs) Because what else can make you feel better than chocolate and dick? I mean, I, I, I honestly don't know. Or at least for me, that makes me feel good. So I did get the ice cream. I realized that I didn't really want the dick. (laughs) Well, I wanted the dick, but I didn't want to deal with the person who the dick was attached to. So I just said, never mind. But I did enjoy that ice cream sundae. (laughs) 
And I said, you know what? Shit got to be different. Shit got to be different. So I guess for a bit of context, um, you know, I said when my grandmother died, I became the rock. So, you know, people in my family lean on me um, in the same capacity in which they leaned on my grandmother. And my grandmother was one of the greatest women who ever walked this earth. And I don't feel like I compared to that. And I'm, I wasn't, I am not ready to be what she was to people. I'm not. And so I said, in order to make myself get to the top of the ocean, I got to do shit different. So I said, all right, you know, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results, right? So I said, you know, no matter how tough it is and how hard it is and how much you love these people, you got to tell them you can't anymore. You can't. And so I did have a difficult conversation with some people in my family and um, making a plan to, to get me back whole. So, you know, I'm like, okay, got these cries out. I had these difficult conversations. Um, I activated my support system. And those people I call my best friends and some of my closest line sisters, they are amazing. Um, And so the support system is activated and... They're telling me, we got you. You gotta, you have to do this. Like you've, it's overdue. We don't know how long you've made, how you've made it this long. So I'm like, okay, all right, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm, I've made a plan. I've talked to the people. I've addressed people who I need them to take action to help me in my plan. And I, you know, things are gonna get better. So. You, I just, I gotta save myself, right? So I'm feeling good. Things were going right. You know, things were a little off. Um, it's never easy telling people things that they already know they need to do, but they're scared too. Um, but it's a way to say, you know, it's time. It's time for us to end the situation that we are end because it'll I think honestly give um it would damage our relationship to the point where it could not be repaired anymore and for all of those relationships I did not want that to happen at all and so I'm feeling good but I know that at the same time in me feeling good about their acceptance of you know, this gravy train is over, (laughs) um, that I will have to be firm, um, and, and remember why I'm doing this so that we can move forward. And ultimately I can get to the top, get up, get some air. Like I want to be able to breathe again. And so, you know, that those first couple days after those difficult conversations, they were tough. Um, but I, I felt a little lighter and I thought back to what my friend's mom said, like you're Kevin, a, Kevin carrying a heavy burden. But after that week, that week I felt 
each day went, I felt a little lighter, a little lighter, a little lighter. And so it got easier to say no. And as much as I say it and I can say, you know, no to other people, it's hard to say no to your family or people that you, you feel this responsibility for. It was tough. But as the week went on, I started feeling good. I'm like, okay, you got this. You got this. All right, universe, I, I got the lesson here. We're good. But I'm telling you, the universe was not done with me yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. It's been like a, a, like a two and a half week, three week lesson that the universe is teaching me and I'm starting to get it. So stay tuned for part two of this story. After this emotional roller coaster, I needed some clear quartz to amplify and transmit positive energy and clarity, some smoky quartz to ward off negative energy, and I needed some onyx for increased inner strength, focus, and discipline. I said to myself, Boonie, girl, you need to get you some wearables in. So I checked out Bee Bird Watcher Spiritual Stones. They had exactly what I needed. The jewelry line encompasses the principles of balance and harmony, protection and strength, relationships and self-improvement with an eco-chic fashion sense. I already started an arm candy stack with some of their gorgeous pieces and I needed to add some more. Don't worry guys, you can shop too. You haven't seen quality gemstone jewelry like Bee Birdwatcher Spiritual Stones. There's a piece to fit every budget, no joke. Price is starting at just $35. And it's also pieces on there for your little kitties starting at $15. As a dope Booney Breakdown listener, you can receive 15% off your purchase by using the code Booney. Better use that code before July 31st, though. Head to the show notes and click the link to purchase your B Bird Watcher Spiritual Stones jewelry now. All right, guys, I'm back. Um, the tears have stopped. <laughs> I, you know, I, I honestly, every time I tell that story, I start to tear up still. So it, it really is an emotionally charged story for me. Um, but I thought, you know, after all of that happened and it, it sprung me to action to, you know, take charge and, and, and re, um, you know, steer the ship a different direction in the way that I want it to go instead of having others dictate the way the ship was going. So I said, you know what, universe? <laughs> I got it. You good. We all good. Well, I think this was last week. I go log into my, my Gmail account and I get an email that says... Um, I was at capacity. <laughs> Who reaches capacity on their Gmail? Like, I've never heard of anyone doing this. And I'm like, all right, well, it's got to be my Google Drive. So I go there to look and purge stuff. And then I go back and, and literally the space meter did not move. Like, it wasn't my Gmail. I mean, it wasn't my Google Drive. It was my mail. And so I'm thinking, and I'm like, okay, I look, I had 4,000-something unread emails, which, yeah. And I can't even blame it on the promotions tab because I, I dumped that. So, you know, I dumped promotions. I dumped the social tab. And I'm like, all right, that should give me room. 
it, the meter did not move. So I, I go to my, my, my primary tab <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think I've ever deleted email. Like ever, like I don't, I just, it's not something I do. Um, I don't do it at work. I don't delete pictures out of my phone. I think I have like 8,000 pictures in my phone. Um, I, I, um, I don't delete text messages. Like I just don't delete things. I don't, I like to hold on to them. And, um, I'm like, okay, well, I'm I'm cherry picking. So I was like typing in an email address, like, okay, let me delete all the emails associated with this email or typing in keywords that I thought, um, you know, helped me purge. And then, you know, I sat there and I was like, you know what? The fuck am I holding on to all these emails for? Like, seriously, why? Why? So I hit, I found how you can, you know, search for everything in your inbox over a year old. And so I input that in and I hit delete. And I don't think my Gmail has ever worked as hard as it did in that moment. But I deleted 55,000 emails. I sound like fucking Hillary Clinton, right? <laughs> Is that too soon? Is that joke not funny? Uh, <laughs> but I deleted 55,000 emails. And I looked, that had given me some space, but it still wasn't enough. And so I, got, you know, I go in my sent mail. I deleted every sent mail over, every email I ever sent that was over a year old. Um, so I did my inbox, my sent email. So once I deleted my sent email, I deleted another 47,000 emails. 47,000. So between those two folders in my Gmail, it was almost 100,000 emails. And I, I, it was you know, I had a, I was a little anxious at first, like, oh my God, well, what if I'm going to need something? What if I'm going to need this? And I'm like, Adrian, you have 4,000 unread emails. <laughs> so clearly you aren't missing something because those 4,000 have meant nothing to you because you haven't even bothered to read them. And I, I I I think I documented it on my snap where I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I think when I was deleting the 55,000 and I was like, oh my goodness, like, all right. And then as soon as I deleted it, all of those almost 100,000 emails, my Gmail had space. So you see where I'm going with this, right? I've been carrying and holding on to all of this shit that I literally had, I had no more room in so many areas of my life. Like I just had no more room to do anything until I started letting shit go. Or the analogy from, you know, my previous story, when I started untying the rope. And I was like, whoa, okay. I felt a little lighter, a little lighter. 
And so fast forward to this week. Some people while I'm at work, and I know I'm not alone in this. Like, I know I'm not alone in this. Some people, I, I, I chat on Gchat too, pretty much all damn day at work. And it's not a con- constant flow, but you know, here and there, their chats are open. So I get a chat from a particular person on my Gchat. What is it called? Hangouts now? It's not even Gchat. RIP Gchat. Um, but I get a message, and it's someone I know. And the and, and the message didn't appear weird at first. Um, so I walk, I you know, I respond back to them like, hey, what's up? So we're talking, and it's real like real surface level. And at first I was like, okay, well, what is he talking about? Like he's talking about some Samsung, like, and so you know me, I was like, boo a droid, like, why would you switch from an iPhone to a droid? And then my coworker called me out of her into her office so when i come back into my office my i'm logged out of my gmail i'm like oh this is weird so i log back in and i get a message your password was changed one minute ago and i'm like well i didn't change it so i hurry up and do the two-step recovery change the password and i'm like all right i'm back in there then all of a sudden, it kicks me back out. So I look at my phone, and I had all of these text messages with verification codes. And I'm like, I didn't do any of this. And then I look at my email on my phone, and it's like, at 3.15, your password changed. At 3.15, new sign-in from Chrome's on window. At 3.16, your security question was deleted. At 3.16, your recovery phone number changed. Record screeches to a halt. So I'm like, fuck. You know, I just got hacked. So I, you know, I text the person whose, you know, Gchat I responded to. And I'm like, hey, um, check your account. I think you're hacked. And I think they just hacked me. And they respond like, shit, yeah, it happened to me this morning. Like, I'm locked out. I can't, you know, I couldn't assist or alert people in any way. And I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. Um, (laughs) And it turns out, like, this person wanted a ransom. Like, you know, give us, give me $500 and I'll give you your account back. Now, y'all know me. It's no way on God's green earth that I would pay anyone $500 to get my email back. So immediately I created a new Gmail and I was like, okay, well, not too many of my social media accounts use that particular email address. So the one that did, I go in to change it. Time goes by, whatever, whatever. Um, The hacker hadn't contacted me directly. So I go and I'm I'm on the train coming home and I'm talking to my friend and I just go into Instagram to just look at the pictures. So when I log in, I clicked on my profile and I see that 
the email, the phone number had changed. And the email address was now the old email address, not the one that I had. And I was like, oh, crap, I changed the password on the account, but I didn't change the email address. And so the person had gone on there and sent like a confirmation to change the password. So I'm like, oh, fuck that shit. So I go in and I change the email back to my new email address and I change the phone number back to my phone number. But before I change it back to my phone number, I screenshotted it because I wanted the phone number that they were using. Literally in the fight of my life to keep my Instagram account. And I'm like, this motherfucker can have my Gmail. Like, he can take that email address that I've had for like 10 years. But that motherfucker was not going to get my Instagram account. Like, it was no way in hell I was letting him get my Instagram account. And so my friend on the train is like cheering me on like, you can do it. You can do it. Like, calm down. Don't let him win. And literally for like three minutes I'm just hitting sin code sin code and he kept changing um he you know he kept changing the email the contact information and I'm changing it and I get an email from uh Instagram it's like the email account was changed from this at such and such time like we were literally and it was like at you know at 5 30 at 4 5 32 5 34 like we literally were going back and forth so we're both in the account at the same time trying to change the password and the contact information. And I'm like, nah, nah. And I'm literally like about to cry. My friend is like, calm down. Like, you can do it. You can beat them. And so finally, Instagram is like, we see a suspicious login from Alabama. Is this you? And I click no. And I think that bought me some time so that I could... um flip the contact information back to mine and save my account and literally took my account back from a hacker I was so proud of myself like so unbelievably proud of myself and it's so corny but it was just like no you're not gonna take this from me you're not gonna take my Instagram account and then I go back to like oh my god well isn't it great that you purged your email last week because now this person doesn't have that much information. And when I say I purged, like I told you, I, I deleted all the scent, everything that was in my inbox. You know how you make your folders? And I had folders of emails from ex-boyfriends and ex-boot things. And I'm like, why do I still have this shit? Why do I still have emails from the asshole that you'll never talk to again in life? Why? Let it go. So I deleted all whole folders of shit that I'd been holding on to and then I went in my phone like oh you know I think I'd already blocked these people on my phone from contacting me I'm like you know what fuck it delete their iMessage thread delete like why why do I need to hold on to these things that serve me no value that are just weighing me down and then in a full circle moment, I was like, oh, my God. And I thought back to what my friend's mom said. You're carrying a lot of weight. And yes, I am a fat girl. So physically, I am, which, you know, we're going to work on that, too. 
But it's like all of this extra weight of shit that I just don't need. Why am I still dragging this along? It's been years. Like, why Why did I, why do I keep holding on to this stuff? And so again, even though it sucks, like, I literally had to change my email address on every account that I've ever had. And I still have a list that I'm going to make it through um, this weekend. But it's just so, it's just like, these last three weeks, how much lighter I felt by letting shit go, by opting to purge shit, whether it was forced <laughs> or, you know, it was something I elected to do. But it just feels so good. And so I'm like, universe, woo, the lesson you taught me. The lesson you taught me. And so this has just been a really, really... Um, emotional <laughs> but needed a uh, week of, of cleansing and purging for me and so I think the next thing is I'm going to uh, you know I try to stay on top of purging my home but I think it's a few more things in my home that I want to purge and then I'm definitely doing some sage burning and some smudging and clear all of this out. Like, I just want this energy to be gone. Now that I've released it, I need it smudged away. Like, it just has to go away. And so I say all of this in my story time, um, even though I think people got some good laughs. Well, not when I was crying on Snapchat, but when I was talking about the hacker situation on Snapchat, I think people got some good laughs. But I just, I do think we just carry a lot and it's unnecessary. And some of us can cope better than others. And I know I am a really strong person. And I can take a lot. And I can hold a lot. But bitch, my knees buckled last week. <laughs> and I, everything fell. I, I couldn't hold it anymore. And so I think that is going to be my goal for the remainder of 2017 and I'm I'm actually thinking about updating my vision board in a sense because I think that's where I'm going to continue where else can I just let shit go that I don't need and whether it gives me back time uh, space mental capacity physical digital capacity um, I, I just have to reclaim my space and time and so I you know I don't want to carry these heavy bags anymore and like I said on my snap the universe and God will always give you what you need at the exact moment that you need it I'm just so happy that I was in a place where I had the capacity to start untying the rope of that concrete block. And I don't think it's off of my leg yet, but it's definitely the, 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 the rope isn't as tight and I'm going to get my leg out. I will. And so I think that is the goal that I am going to work on for the rest of 2017. And, um, 
I hope that after listening to this, if you're someone who is carrying a large, heavy burden, whatever it may be, that you try to take action, whether it's talking to someone, whether it's crying in a parking lot because you couldn't get out the car, but take that first step in starting to untie that rope from around your leg. Now, I promise you, you'll feel lighter. I promise you. So that's it for me, guys. Um, I'm not going to do any appeals after this because this might have been a little heavy towards the end. But thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for letting me cry and get it all out. And uh, until next time.